Hey, what's up? This is Johnny McBee, and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. Today is the first episode that I'm going to do of breaking down lyrics, and we're going to talk today about the Browning End of Existence. Uh, This is my newest album that I've done, and the title track, End of Existence, really does just talk about the overall concept of the record, and it also coincides with the song Destroyer. So I'm going to talk about both End of Existence and Destroyer today, and basically how I came up with this concept for this record. Anyways, like typically for a Browning album or any music I do, there's kind of an overall feel that I have, but this is the first time that I had a direct concept in mind of what I wanted to write and a story I wanted to tell to get that get that feeling across, you know? And so I'm going to preface this by saying that it's that with this type of music, like the browning, it's very dark. It's very heavy. And with that, for my personal preference, I really like um, music that the lyrics also coincide with that darkness and with that heaviness. And usually people associate to their own personal life, to their own personal experience, their music. Now, right now in my life, I am happier than I've ever been. I have so much going for me and I have a a beautiful daughter and a wife that just my life is perfect. It really is. And so whenever I was writing this album, this album that is darker and heavier than anything I've ever done, like it was hard for me to start putting lyrics to stuff because like I personally am so happy. I've, I don't really have inner demons that I struggle with to the level of the darkness and heaviest that this album is you know everyone has stuff i do have stuff but not stuff that is this powerful that um and dark and so that's why i felt the need to come up with a concept to come up with something that really fit the vibe of the music and so that's where end of existence came from a lot of the stuff like i've always written stuff that was kind of very sci-fi themed i always think about space i think about the space i think about the mind i think about consciousness and death all the time personally um not in negative lights usually um you know i have certain views about death to where you know i think it's the ultimate journey death is we don't know what it is we don't know where we go we don't know what happens afterwards and so death is just really intriguing to me where I just, I do thinking about it often, you know, and I don't think it'd be the worst thing. And it's because then I would know the answers. Either it'd be nothing and it doesn't matter, um, or I will know everything. And so a lot of the stuff you're going to hear me talk, <laughs> it sounds bad. You're going to hear me talking about death a lot. I've always talked about dying a lot in the Browning. It's just, it's the most intriguing thing to me. And so this stuff sounds really dark. But it's really coming more from a curiosity and just like my mind, you know, expanding and thinking about it. But end of existence as a whole, it's 
the concept is that there is a intergalactic dragon that is traveling across the universe because it can sense the consciousness coming from a planet. And this dragon thrives off of consuming consciousness. It's an immortal dragon and it gains that immortality through consuming the consciousness of other beings. And so end of existence is talking about both that dragon coming to a planet, not particularly earth, but just a planet and can, and destroying it because like why leave the planet? There's nothing there after he's done. And there's also demons that follow him while well, I'm going to do quote unquote demons. There's also these intergalactic spirits or whatever. I just say demons just cause you know, um, I'm <laughs> cultural, you know, that's what we say whenever we're talking about some sort of evil entity. It's just natural to say demons, but it, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Um, they're also following him. They're, they are consciousness and souls that have given themselves to this dragon and to this dragon's purpose and immortality and traveling around and consuming these consciousnesses. And so that's what the artwork is. And then, of course, we have our, our quote-unquote hero that we have on all of our artwork. And, you know, they're fighting against this dragon. They're trying to fight against this dragon coming and taking people's consciousness because our hero, along with the other people that fight in the resistance that we talk about in the song Fearless, our hero's fighting against it for the planet, just like they were in Geist. In Geist, they were fighting from a, a spirit that was coming from within the planet. This is an external battle coming to the planet. And so, yeah, the, the very first song, End of Existence, the title track, I basically wanted to set the tone. Like, I knew whenever I wrote the song musically, this has to be the first song on the record. It just 100% sings like intro track, right? It's crazy. It's chaotic. It's brutal. It has everything. And it's just interesting to listen to. It's a cinematic piece, like all of it is. There's buildups. It breaks itself down. There's release of tension. It builds a lot of tension throughout and it leaves a lot to be asked uh, musically. And so lyrically, I just wanted to be just abrasive and I wanted to basically come out and say what was on this dragon's mind, why this dragon is coming here and why they are coming, right? And so you get the very first lyric. I have traveled an infinite distance to put an end to your worthless existence. And that is from the dragon's voice. When you hear that deep voice throughout the album, that is the dragon talking. Right from the get-go, you do get the feeling. He says, I'm putting an end to your worthless existence. To him, your consciousness is worthless to you. He's going to consume it and put it to a purpose, you know? And so, here we go down the line. Cleanse the earth and put an end to the human curse. Resurrect our reign with war. Your minds have corrupt the core. And so obviously cleanse the earth, put an end to the human's curse. He's putting an end to the humans and he does consider the humans a curse to this consciousness. Because I kind of view consciousness, this is a personal view, it's a, it's a bit of an energy. Consciousness is something we cannot understand to any degree. So like it's a part of the universe. It's a part of everything. And this, that's why I feel like if there was a being like this dragging, dragon, 
that fully uh, survived off of consciousness, like he probably could sense it from across the universe. It's all tied together. And then resurrect our reign with war. Your minds have corrupt the core, corrupt the core of the universe, corrupt the core of purpose. And that is how this dragon views it. And then we go, your souls will be consumed by my wrath. And so he's telling you that, you know, through his wrath, through his destruction, your souls are going to be consumed by him. Annihilation, no resistance. We will end human existence. Right? And so there, there is no resistance whenever it comes to fighting this dragon. And that's why it's so important for our hero, you know, to be who he is and to be fighting and for there to be a resistance. And annihilation, no resistance. I was talking to someone. Um, someone asked on a Facebook post on the Browning's page, is there possibly a, a happy ending to this story? And I said, um, maybe not in the sense that someone might consider happy, right? Like, if I was if I was writing movies, everyone would die in them. Just, I don't know. It, just realistically, that's what I would do. And whenever I view this intergalactic dragon coming to this planet to destroy it, I can't imagine that anything could stop it. But the happy ending is the fact that there is our hero and the resistance standing up to this dragon. That's what's happy about it. They might die. They might not. But if they do, at least they fought. And so this dragon is telling you there is no resistance. It is pure annihilation. And so that's basically the gist of end of existence as a song you know there as far as meaning there um i don't really there's not much to dive into it's just straight up saying hey we are coming and we're absolutely freaking ripping you okay and that's how the song itself musically is and that's exactly what i wanted the lyrics to portray and so i wasn't going for some deep meaning with this i don't think that songs necessarily have to have a really deep meaning i mean even as the concept for the album throughout some of the songs and a lot of the songs we do get some deeper meanings in the sense of um you know me talking from the perspective of the people on the planet uh going against this uh force that's coming to destroy them and then also like some soul searching in there about uh you know in songs like no man can become a god or anti-sendency of like, why is this dragon think that we're worthless, you know? So end of existence, the song itself, not really that deep of a thought, you know? It's just, it is what it is. It's brutal. Um, but a lot of the songs do dive into certain aspects of like, why and what can we do, right? And Destroyer's kind of uh, going to go into that same realm with as end of existence. Um, but Destroyer is talking... Um, more about who this dragon is specifically, you know, and why he's there. In End of Existence, where it, the song is just basically saying, we're coming to mess some stuff up. Destroyer itself is coming in and more so talking about who the dragon is. And the name I, I kind of gave to this dragon, how I always viewed his name was Destroyer. That's at least what the people on the planet would call this dragon. 
I, I never came up with a name for the dragon. If you're talking about an intergalactic dragon that's survived forever, um, they might not have a name. And if they did, it probably wouldn't be in English. <laughs> and so destroyer is what I've always called this dragon. Um, because realistically, if something like this was happening on earth, we would call it something like that. You know, that's destroyer. That's the destroyer, you know? And so the second song in the album destroyer coincides with the first, because we're talking about the entity that's coming to do that destruction. Right. And so we can go down the line of the, these lyrics very quickly. Um, Mankind confined to a planet that you have deprived. Your minds decline. The experiment's a waste of time. So I can dive into a little bit of meaning there. And, um, you know, the dragon is starting to say, like, why am I here? So you're confined to a planet that you have deprived. I, I think it's, everyone knows, it's not something I have to really go in detail of, like, humans are straight destroying this planet and you know i'm not some big global warming person i'm not here or there on it but obviously we've done negative harm to this planet and not only the physical harm but i think there's the biggest thing is a, a spiritual harm i think we're so disconnected from the world and from the earth and from nature um that it really does it a massive injustice uh having this planet to be a part of you know, I've lived out in the country. I've lived in cities. I've, I've been all over. I've seen a lot of stuff on this planet. And I'll tell you, getting away from society, you really see the difference of humanity and the earth, two separate entities. And I'll tell you which one I'd much rather be involved in. And it's not sitting downtown New York City. <laughs> okay. Personally, a lot of people out there love that kind of stuff. Me personally, I want to be part of the earth. The earth is just, it is so soothing in so many different ways. It's also scary, but, you know, somehow it's less scary to be, you know, <laughs> sitting on the edge of a cliff with a, a mountain lion potentially looking over the top of you than walking through Chicago, you know? <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'd much rather be part of the earth, confined to a planet that you have deprived, um, deprived of everything, honestly. Your minds decline. The experiment's a waste of time. So this, this line specifically, I can go into a little bit of, of my personal views on a lot of things about humanity and life and consciousness. Specifically in the line, the experiment's a waste of time. Yeah, this, this goes into a lot of things. I really, honestly, 100% believe that we, as a species, was put here um, by um, what we would call them aliens, but really it's us um, expanding our species, maybe just putting us onto another planet to expand the numbers of the species, or maybe as an experiment to be able to do certain things, whether it's a simulation or like digitally simulated or a physical simulation, let's put them on this planet and see how they can do. Right. So the experiment's a waste of time. Destroyer knows that destroyer knows exactly what's going on in this planet. And he's like, this is a waste of time. You guys are wasting this consciousness. I'm going to take it because look what they're doing to this planet that they're depriving. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's that's that line right there. I could go even further into it. I'm sure on this podcast, I'm going to talk a lot about aliens and my thoughts on the our species as a whole and life. Uh, because I talk about it a lot in songs, but we'll continue down the line here. So, Destroyer, Fifth Kind. Kind of a throwback to the Browning song, Fifth Kind, talking about aliens, like a god beyond divine, bow down to the king of existence. So, Destroyer right here is saying, like, I am the fifth kind. I am a god beyond divine. Bow down to the king of existence. Because in... The Destro- in Destroyer's eyes, he's the one who controls what exists in this universe and exists in the sense of the consciousness. And he's telling you to bow down. And if you bow down, you become one of those spirits traveling along with him. If you don't, then you're being destroyed and you're giving him your consciousness anyways. The next lyric in the song, destruction of consciousness, destruction of everything that has ever existed. I think that's pretty straightforward. That's what Destroyer is doing. He's destroying everything. <laughs> you know, some lyrics don't really need a meaning behind it. You're just trying to be brutal, right? But we're still telling a story, so. And then um, this part is where we get a little crazy. This second half of the song, originally, I know a lot of the the people that watched me write this album on Twitch. Right here, halfway through the song, I originally went to a huge, really fast, hard style part. Whenever I got down to making this song like full, like finalizing it, I was actually really stuck because like I loved the hard style part, but I was also at this time, this was before I wrote End of Existence. It was before I wrote a lot of the songs. So the first half of the song was the heaviest thing I had. I'm like, I'm calling this song Destroyer. I'm talking about all this stuff. I need this song to be heavier, right? I'm talking about the destruction of everything that we know. And so I needed the song to be heavier. So I took out the dance part and I put in this going blast beat and then just this brutal slammy breakdown for the whole last part of the song. And I love it, man. It's it's one of the most chaotic sections of a Browning song ever. And I've seen a couple reaction videos of people listening to Destroyer. And dude, it, it just catches people off guard so hard. I love it. I love catching people off guard. And that's something I wanted to do with this album was just be like, whoa, like, what are they doing? That's the best thing that I hear people say when they listen to this, like what's about to happen and why are they doing this? <laughs> I love it so much for real. And so lyrically on this song, we get really dark right here in all of this. And, um, but it's, it, again, this is coming from Destroyer, the dragon. Okay. So the second half of the song, I can feel you from across the universe. I must rid existence of the human curse. You have a conscious mind that you do not deserve. I am the end of existence. So that right, that, that section right there, those four lines. That is just straight up, boom. That's the whole story. <laughs> like that, that just, that snippet. That's the whole story. I can feel you from across the universe. I must rid existence of the human curse. You have a conscious mind that you do not deserve. I am the end of existence. Right? And it's a little confusing in this song. You know, 
this song could maybe have been called end of existence because in the song I say, I am the end of existence, but this is about destroyer. This is destroyer talking. That's why it's called destroyer. Now let's get into the last section here. The last part of this song. This is where, (laughs) this is one of my favorite sections of lyrics I've ever written. And that sounds so horrible because it's so brutal, but brutality is cool. (laughs) So, Next part of the bit. Death is the only guarantee in life. Your final breath will be an insignificant glitch in time. You are a wretched pest and you will be the paradigm. The time has come to be destroyed by the eternal mind. I am the end of existence. Like, holy crap. And you know... Unfortunately, I'm uh, each one of these lines. I love this section so much because every single one of the lines itself is so sick. So let's talk about each one of those lines individually. Death is the only guarantee in life. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. I don't know who on earth said that first or if it's a known quote, but I heard it somewhere and that really sticks with me. Death is the only guarantee in life. You can do anything on this freaking planet. You can become a billionaire. You can have the coolest job in the world. You can do all this stuff. It doesn't matter. In the end, you're dead. Right? And that's something I think about. I don't even think about it as a negative thing. Like, some people might view that as such a negative, like, what's the purpose then? I'm just dead in the end. There's a lot of purpose in life with our souls and with just what you do on this planet to be worth, you know, living a good life for. But death for sure is the only thing that's going to happen to you. (laughs) And so I love that line initially. Second line, your final breath will be an insignificant glitch in time. Like that right there, time is huge. And especially if you think about Destroyer and the length of time that the universe has existed. Like the amount of time that our life is, is so minuscule. It's insane to even think about. We can't comprehend it. Our like human existence is gauged off of 80 years when you're talking about billions. Like, shoot. Millions of years even. This planet even, our our thing is so tiny. And Destroyer, in this section, he's straight talking to you. He's like sitting right there inside your head. Telling you you're going to die and you've your life will be just a little tiny glitch. And maybe a little, uh, maybe a little throw right there to um, simulation theory. Your glitch, your glitch in the system. That's it. The next line: You are a wretched pest, and you will be the paradigm. You're a pest to this planet. You're a pest to this universe. You're a pest to the overall power that even granted you this consciousness in the first place. And you will be the paradigm for my, uh, for all my German speaking friends out there. Paradigm means you will be the example. You'll be set exampled of the time has come to be destroyed by the eternal mind. That line right there. Um, it's obviously him just saying, I am the eternal mind. I'm, I'm taking these consciousnesses and I'm going to live forever with it. Right. But like the way I did that vocal on the record is one of the my favorite things. P 
people love breeze, right? They love pig squeals. They love that sound. But the way I do that, listen to that line on the record over and over again. The very last one before I say I am the end of existence and the song destroyer. The time has come to be destroyed by the eternal mind. Like each one of those E sounds, I hit a freaking Brie on it. And it's just one of the coolest, like little subtle patterns of vocal technique manipulation that I think I might have ever done. Uh, you know, I might have done a few like cool things here and there. But dude, I love that section. I can listen to this section of the song over and over and over and over. And that that one right there, because it slows down. You're dropping tempo every single line. And that very last one, those E sounds, every single one of them is a pig squeal. The time has come to be destroyed by the eternal mind. It's so sick. I, go listen to it, like for real. I love that section so much. It's so cool. And so, yeah, then I am the end of existence. And so between those two songs, you really do get the overall, like, this is what's happening to this planet, right? This is what's happening. Destroyer's coming. He's freaking tearing crap up. And there's nothing you can do about it, right? Now, the rest of the album, which we'll, we'll get into on some individual episodes for um, each song, because like Anti-Tendency, we talk a lot about like why. Like, what is this existence and why is, why does Destroyer think it's worthless? You know, God is Taught, it's another one that we're talking about a lot about, you know, my thoughts on, um, you know, God and, you know, certain aspects of that. So we dive into stuff on this record a lot into meaning, but these two, this is the overall concept. So yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed End of Existence. So far, the reactions have been awesome. And the fan reactions have just been, it's great, dude. Like, I put a lot of work into this. And I know everyone that watched me on Twitch over the years that I wrote this thing understand, like, how much work it took. And understand really how much I poured myself into this thing uh, creatively. And so, yeah, um, I really appreciate you guys. And again, uh, this brand new podcast is the very first one that I'm doing. The, um, the first episode and so appreciate you being here make sure you follow on whatever outlet you listen to podcasts on spotify apple music and leave a review on there too you know from my understanding that helps with the algorithms on there so i appreciate you guys and we'll see you on the next episode peace